Alright, uh, you here on the lunch table with me, Malik Beck. I'm here with the Johnny Jones. You, know, you can say whatever you want to say, man. Oh, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been known you for how long? Three years now? Yeah, I think it's three years now. Damn near. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a while before when you moved into Chicago. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, I was standing in the South Suburbs when I first met you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you were just taking the Metro down here. Metro. And I would take the Metro, then I would take the CTA mm-hmm. to the studio, like every every day, and spend the night there. Like. And I remember <laughs> I met you, uh, and it was State Street, and you was like, hey, you shoot videos, because like, you know, we knew mutual people. He yeah. like, you shoot videos? And I'm like, yeah. Like, All right. Let's make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was, yeah, we did my first, first joint ever. And you went by a different name. That was Ezell. Oh. You shot these up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we did. It was like an hour shoot, and then we just ate cupcakes. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> the cupcakes were, man, it was crazy. Your mom mom's made cupcakes. them, right? Yeah, my mom's cupcakes. Boy, mom's down. Yeah, my cupcakes <laughs> was great. Yeah, um, so, what was like, I want to go from the start of, where'd you get all of this? Like, from the start of it, what made you want to do this? Rapping, writing, and everything. To be honest, I would say it was because of my mom and Fifty Cent. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, what year? So what? it was like, I'm, I'm, I swear, God, oh five. Oh five. Get Richard Die Trying drops like the movie or the album. The album. The album. Okay. The album. And a lot of people. It changed a lot of people. Yeah, ex- man. I'm telling you, when I first, when I heard Many Men, like, and I looked at the sky when this <laughs> nigga said, "I don't look at the sky no more." I was like, "Wow!" But. What is this he's doing? Like, mm-hmm. I want to do this. It was that was the first moment ever. And then I started. My mom started. She would mix it up. She would play neo soul, which is my favorite genre. Okay. She would play neo soul, the old school nineties. She played uh, Slick Rick, the children's mm. story. We've all heard it a million yeah. times. That's interesting to play Slick Rick after you've gotten yeah. used to Fifty Cent. Yeah. They're totally different in a way. Exactly. And we were living on like eighty second in Marshfield. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. We're like it was clucks everywhere. My best friend had got shot in the head, like, so I'm I'm used to the Fifty Cent depiction, mm-hmm. but then she showed me the Slick Rick side, where it's like you use your words in a, a different way, you know, you're telling a story. That's the essence of hip hop, in itself. So, so would you say not to cut you off? Would you say your mom was kind of like the one that guided you into oh, yeah, yeah. this rapping hip hop yeah. way? That's Definitely. interesting. Definitely, I feel like we all sort of like got our taste from. Um, for my parents in a way, because you mm-hmm. know we grew up, they they got the ox court, and it, you know there was no ox court. No, yeah, like you know what I mean. They were controlling the music exactly. that we were listening to. Yeah, and so we sort of developed a taste from that. So with that, uh, I wrote my first rap at ten years old, bro. Wow, <laughs> it was awful. It was like cat hat, you know, mat sack <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, but it's something to go off of. Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. And I was I was sort of trying to. De- depict the same story that 50 Cent was just in my way because me in Chicago is a whole different mm-hmm. thing you know like on my block they had this this gang called the 80s babies they were GDs but they were like a subdivision of the yeah. GDs and they would just come down the street every day and terrorize terrorize just people just like they would jump you if they didn't know you oh, man. they had like they had weapons and these aren't ordinary weapons they had like hillbilly weapons which made it even scarier they had like rakes and fucking uh, rakes, and you know the like things that look like uh, the ho- they had holes in their hands, like mm-hmm. literal holes, bro. 
<laughs> they was just finding him in the garages or some shit. And they was just like one time they came down the street, hit my dude in the face. He had like three, like four slashes just down his face, just like this. Oh man, that's nuts. And like, I was I was telling stories like that back then, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. But I didn't really know how to how to write it in a way. I was still young. Um, I kept writing on until I got like sixteen or seventeen, and I got serious about it. Started putting stuff on YouTube. And this was like around the time YouTube was getting big, was big, you know. People, you could literally get famous off YouTube in a day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me try it, you know. But just practicing, pretty much practicing my delivery, my flow. I didn't have any original beats either, so I did that. Um, I was I started showing my mom and dad because before then I had books and books, but I never rapped in front of them. Mm-hmm. I started showing them, and they said, you 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 have potential, keep going, you know. But they didn't really take it as oh he's he's a star. Um, I went to college. Before I went to college, though, my I told my mom like I love music. Like I need something to do going to college, you know. So they got me Logic Nine and uh, wow. a mic, and sent me on my way with a with a MacBook Pro too. It's all in my senior year when I went to college at Iowa, the University of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was a, it was a different experience because it was like I didn't have to worry about anything. So I would just literally go home after class, do my homework, work on music, work on music. I started making beats. I started, um, I started doing all this stuff, making making songs, original songs, and I dropped my first project under the name Fatal Wish. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Boy, what was this? How many names have you went through? Three. Okay, Two, three. Yeah, three. That's my third one. Okay. Yeah. But what was the first one? Fatal Wish. Fatal. Okay. So the the name was. Was basically like, I had to explain it to people, and that's why I shouldn't even have had it. But the name was basically uh, an, an example, or I guess you could say symbol, for like a, the life of a, someone that grows up in the streets. Okay. A fatal wish, you know what I'm saying? You you know you, you don't have shit. You can't get a job. You want to get money. Sell drugs. So it had a deeper meaning to you. It had a deep meaning. to like the audience, they're like, okay, what the hell is this? What like, is this? Okay, I got What you. is a fatal wish? Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was just some like, that's when SoundCloud first started getting up too, mm-hmm. when it was started popping and stuff. I was getting like 150 plays on a song and I was happy with that. Like, oh, wow. You know, Are these songs still up? 500. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying I should have went down to the <laughs> They will never exist, but I do have a mixtape out under Fatal Wish. <laughs> Called the Great Dictators. <laughs> we need to listen to that. It's honestly, it's a lyrical just typhoon. All of it. It's really cool, but it's it, it was I mixed it myself. It just wasn't. I, I was using YouTube for you know YouTube mm-hmm. tutorials to teach me. Anyway, dropped that. Uh, ended up getting a thousand views, which was cool to me at that time. You know, like I loved that. Like my, it was just my friends though. No exposure in Iowa. Exactly. Nobody's popping in Iowa. You know what I'm saying? And if you are, it's like a local thing. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> my soft my sophomore year, I met up with with this guy named Trevor. His his name his rap name though is Shao Doja. He's on all my projects. Okay, I've heard of him. I've yeah. seen it. Uh, can I follow you on Twitter? Yeah, then, Holy Doja. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his name on there. And he uh, we started working together. And this round time, Chance was just going crazy. And he's like a he's, he has like a chance vibe to him, mm-hmm. you know. So I was just like working with him helped me just expand my range of using my voice, you know what I'm saying? Listening to different production, you know, because I was all about the '90s '90s type beat patterns with the boom bap. I was really into that. Um, 
and it's not you can't make it off that anymore unless you're Joey Badass and he's on, the only one really that's what I want to know <laughs> like where do you get your style from because I was listening to your music and like I said I've known you for a while and you know I listen to a lot of other people's music where do you get your style from of who you are like because you don't really have like okay I can pinpoint you to this artist I know a few people that I can pinpoint to okay they want to be the next chance or they want to be the next Joey. So where do you get your sound from? So like, where does that exactly come? It was from? an evolution of just like using using my bass, mm-hmm. which is what I love. Which was you know, it, it needed it either had had it had to be bouncy or it had to have like a nice smooth boom boom mm-hmm. boom boom. Um, that was like my my bass. But once I started meeting different people, like I met my group of friends. Tom Furch was a guy, he like, he, he was he was a musical genius. He was my engineer. And he was able to compose musical scores. And we would like hear them, like whenever we do like, whenever he would show us. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful to me, like I love that. He would incorporate some jazz into it too. So I started to get more into jazz and, and I was listening to a lot of Neo Soul. Lauren Hill inspires me, Floetry. Okay. Music soul child. So I try to incorporate some soul in some of my music. That's why I have these, I work with singers to no avail. Like, cause I can't hit those high notes. So, <laughs> you know, we do it. Are we gonna hear any singing or any oh projects? God. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you all about the Eternal Bliss. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> and once, basically, with with my uh, engineer Tom, he he forced me to go into a different route. Like I was mm-hmm. taking beats off YouTube. You know, trying to rap on them. And these guys are like, nah, like, you need to focus on making original content. And, uh, what was get, that like? Good like, at that. It was hard. Hard as fuck. Is that, how does somebody, <laughs> if someone approaches you with that and say, hey, stop getting your stuff from YouTube and you need to be original, <laughs> is that more of an insult or is it like, kind of like a compliment, like, hey, you have talent yeah. and you can do this, you yeah. just need to be original with it? Yeah, and, and it was, it, it's real. Going on YouTube is lazy. <laughs> it is. I mean, no, go it's ahead. easy to it's easy to type Dude, in. I don't know the music. Lupe Fiasco so. type beat and then rap over, steal it, go to YouTube, mp3.org, you know, and then <laughs> it's easy to do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when I was sitting down and we was, I was actually watching him make the beats and I was writing with him, mm-hmm. the beats, the beats and I melt, molded really well together. And okay. um, also, it's just like make something that comes from, from you or a collaboration from you, like. Um, it, it but it, it's easy for me to get inspired by other people's beats, which is why I don't produce a lot. You won't see me producing on this project or my next one probably, but I want to do it soon in the future because I like to be inspired by a beat. I, I like to let it help me tell a story. If I just anything. listened to before uh, came over here. And I don't want to get the project name wrong. The Astros. Uh, Astros, yeah. Astros. It was great. Uh, I thought it was great because you know I interviewed Banks. And then now, having you on here, it's like interesting because it's like two people now that I've interviewed. Yeah. So a project of like with them together. How is that working? Because Banks is an interesting person. He seems like he doesn't say much. That's the thing. That's my guy. <laughs> That's family though. He like, doesn't say much. He does. He does. I'm like, I'm like, You okay. just haven't seen him drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. It was like 10 in the morning, I think, uh, when we did the interview. No, yeah. We, uh, we met him like, what was it, a year, a year ago? A year and a half ago. A year and a half ago. Okay. And this is around the time when my, my our friend Tom, who was our engineer, had just left. Mm-hmm. No, we met him before that. But, but well, he was about to leave, yeah, getting yeah, ready yeah. to. He yeah. had left and 
he hasn't come back? Or hasn't come, it was like leaving for good. What was like, that situation? Uh, basically, they were living in the house. He was a really messy person. Oh. And landlord came in one day. We would smoke blunts in there to no avail. So he came in there one day when it was at its prime bad. Like, me and him used to have to, like, roll blunts on the table with just, like, Covered shit everywhere. Covered really? I'm talking about tar, gum, yeah, yeah. At, like, anything. That crib also had a garage studio, which was like our dungeon type shit. So yeah. you can imagine that it was like hella people coming in and out type shit. Yeah. So like, I was probably there every day for like 12 hours. Yep. Introduce yourself. Oh, my bad. I'm Julian. I'm a Johnny's manager. Yeah. Just so was, people know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just yeah. sitting here. Yeah. Just so, some shit. No, just so, just so people know, I don't want them to get confused and yeah. wonder like who's talking. But that's... Crazy, so it's kind of like your main what engineer? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was the only engineer back to San Diego. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. And he hasn't come back no. yet. No. Doesn't even talk to us no more. Yeah. Wow. He didn't even tell. He didn't even tell me he was going. I don't know if he told you, but no, nah, not really. He didn't like. But we knew our friend. He knew. didn't say like, "Yo, I'm gonna move back to mm-hmm. San Diego." He just kind of left, and it was like implied that he was going back to San Diego, and we were like, "Okay." Man, yeah, okay. sorry to hear that. And at that moment, like, we were like, we was already plotting why, like, because when we found out, we were like, well, we got to do something. We're not just going to stop. So, Banks came to the picture. We, uh, we, we did it through mutual him. homies, too. Like, yeah. I don't know if you know who Noah Sims is. I've heard of him. Yeah, Noah Sims and I went to high school, and, uh, just, they have done some collaborations together, and one of our other friends, Alexi, threw a show through mm. Columbia. Banks was a part of that show, met him and stuff. Went to his studio a few times, but then when all this started happening, like he was saying, like we were like, maybe Banks should be the guy because we were like mutual friends with him, not like we are now. Like, yeah, that's fam now, but before it was like that's an associate. Exactly, we could, we could like mess around with him, mm-hmm. do some shit with him. And so yeah, once we started working with him, um, he didn't show us beats. He didn't show me beats for a good minute actually, because I was month, uh, about a month or two. Yeah, because I was working on my own project. <laughs> Um, it's called Eternal Bliss. I can tell. I can yeah. tell you that we uh, we dropped it probably. Is is it April now? Yeah, yeah it's April, April first. So like, okay, yeah. So May. like late May, late May. Okay. Um, uh, and yeah, and the concept of this project was to evolve from, um, evolve from the sound that I was doing at the time, which I had dropped a lot of songs. I still had YouTube songs out pretty much. You know what I'm saying with mm-hmm. the YouTube beats. Mm-hmm. And so this was gonna be the first project where I would just expand and go to something different, something warm, um, with the with the new flavor to it. But he started. We had like we started making this project. I had all these beats just ready. Like Jamie his main producer, Beluka, mm-hmm. is who produced this and like entire project. Pretty. Oh pretty wow. Much. Yeah. yeah pretty he's much. he's in Iowa. I met him in Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Drew Shao Doja, and we've been working since then. Mm. And it's like. Honestly, when you like when you think of Bluka now, at least for me, it's like that's like the uh, Johnny Jones sound. Like mm-hmm. he's like together, like they have created a sound. Together. How did you two meet each other? Like how how that come about? So time, yeah, um, <clears throat> I like I'm I'm 20. Okay, he's 23. I have a, a friend, Alexi, who mm-hmm. goes to Columbia, and we went to high school together. So we would just like chill and smoke a bunch. And he makes music as well. He's a rapper, producer. Mm-hmm. He was Tom's original roommate, Tom Furch. He was his mm-hmm. original roommate at Columbia. So we would, I would always be over at their dorm, hanging out, chilling. Like they had set up like a little mic and stuff in mm-hmm. their room. They had logic. I would like hang out there. 
and they were putting together a cipher. We also went to high school with Roosevelt the Titan. Okay, I've heard like, of him. Yeah, he's like our good, that's like our good friend of okay. ours and stuff. So like, I've always kind of been like mute, like inclined with music stuff, mm-hmm. but never really fully in it. And they were putting together a cypher, and I was going to say like, oh, I'll get Roosevelt to come hop on this. Because let me show you this raw like dude named Fred we met. This raw dude, <coughs> Fred we met, mm-hmm. show you his verse. Played his verse, I was like, what? <laughs> Yo, this guy's up next. Like, instantly, like kind of reminded me of Kedrick a little bit but had his own style to it and have you ever done managing before meeting with Johnny no, no. You, ever, you ever seen Entourage a little bit yeah it's like <laughs> just I'm like, like E and he's like Vince <laughs> like and like it all happened organically because I mm-hmm. never like off bat said like yo let me be your manager like mm-hmm. we just hung out a bunch like <clears throat> at that garage studio we were just like I said we were there every day for mm-hmm. like 12 hours and then like he had a car back then too and there would be times where we would just, me and him, would just face once in his car till like three in the morning at some spot. Oh, wow. Just talking about life and music and stuff. And I feel like I definitely helped him with like getting on the right path too. Cause there was a point also when Tom was leaving that he had like writer's block for like a month. Couldn't write anything and mm-hmm. was like kind of depressed and stuff. So those were, that month was like, those were the days we would just be in his car smoking blunts, talking about stuff. And just sort of organically happened that like he didn't have a manager. <clears throat> I'm not really doing anything crazy like on my own that like I can't like just drop what I'm doing and like start managing him. And I was like, yeah. I'll be your manager, like more of a personal manager because I'm still learning the music business like every day. Yeah. And you didn't go to school for it or anything. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was just one of them things where it's like you know somebody somebody got trust. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like my big brother. Like, and we, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, I got his back no matter what. And, and honestly, <laughs> everybody on my team is like, family. they're my friends, they're family. Everybody. No, that's understandable. Um, so I want to know the name you went by when I met you. That's Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I end up, it's crazy enough. I sent somebody the video link. Uh, I was trying to get some work for something. And they're like, you ever did a music video? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, check this one out. And they're like, oh, man, isn't that Johnny Jones? <laughs> he was like, you got the, he was like, you got the name wrong. <laughs> what? Like, yo, that's the greatest, that's the greatest wow. thing. He was like, that's yo, this video is nice, but you got the name wrong, bro. Um, Who said that to you? I don't want to list names. I don't even okay, know the dude. Okay. I didn't you, get the you job. You got to tell me off air, bro. <laughs> I didn't get the uh, job, but I was like, all right, bro. Uh, he was like, yeah, he cool, but you got the name wrong, bro. Um, all right, man. What? It's kind of like you thought I didn't know you, so I'm like, all yeah, right, crazy. man. That's crazy. Okay. Um, that was interesting. Cause you, I've seen the videos you've done afterwards, and I'm like, I like the progress. You've yeah. been growing. Because <laughs> I remember that whole day. It was like... Yeah. Let's come all the way down here. Where'd you live at? Was it Riverdale? Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale. And I remember you pointed down the street. You said, yeah, we're not going to go down the street because they're going to beat y'all up down there. So let's stay <laughs> over here. Um, and we're going to film the video here. Y'all just had expensive equipment on y'all. And they'd they be on there like. <coughs> <coughs> oh, man, that was funny. It was interesting because. Yeah. I remember I was so nervous as hell when we yeah. went because I'm thinking I don't got none of this planned out in my brain. <laughs> I'm coming up with this on yeah, the spot. Yeah, we didn't do no story. I didn't even know what a storyboard was. Like, I was just like, let's do it. <laughs> See, I was supposed to have a storyboard, but I'm no, I don't need a storyboard. We can just go with this on the day of. No, this is the worst. 
Fred gonna beat me up after this. <laughs> but uh, where's the name <coughs> from the switch Anakin to the Johnny Jones? Where what was that about? Uh, I had been thinking about changing it just because when I, whenever I told somebody, oh yeah, I'm Anakin, they'd be like, how you spell that? Oh, okay. <coughs> it was like. Okay, A N A K one N, and then they'd be like, "What?" Mm-hmm. So, the one has significance to it in a cool way, but it was just it was just too hard for people to get. And like, you want people to be able to spell your name. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Lil Wayne, Drake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I started thinking of it, and my friend Noah Sims at the time had told had told Julian like, "Yeah, I think I don't know where his name can go." Like Anakin, I don't know how like how marketable that is really. Mm-hmm. Uh, if 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 I get too OC with it, I can get sued by George Lucas if he wants to get on that. If I was making a profit, so good point. I, that's what I thought when I see it. I was like, is this some type of yeah. copyright reason? Because yeah. you're starting to you know get up there a little bit. So I'm yeah. okay. Uh, so what is the Johnny Jones like? Where <clears throat> where'd that come from? Yeah, so a Johnny Jones is really important to my family and my life. Mm-hmm. So. A Johnny me in Yoruba means he who conquers the struggle, oh, wow. and that's uh, that is in itself is one of the most that, that sums up me and my mom's life. Like she struggled while she was with me. She had me. She was twenty two, mm. and she was we we were going house to house, you know, throughout my childhood, living with my grandma. Mm-hmm. Like it was like one week we had to sleep in the car. Like it was it was crazy. So. <clears throat> So that just sums up everything, like, and that, and that is, is cool for that, and she named, because of that, um, and she used to have a Johnny, like, all in, she used to write poetry and, like, write stuff about Johnny, I was like, mm-hmm. that's a cool name, mom, like, she would always say that when we would go through some hard times, you know, Yeah. and Johnny and Johnny. That's interesting. And she named my little brother that. Really? And he's going on 10 in May. So, and he's like, May 4th. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like I have, I had a hand in raising him mm-hmm. because I'm so much older than him. And I, you know, I can't really play with him like that. I got to show him what's up because I don't know. I feel like, I don't like, I feel like it's not enough people out there putting, putting their little brothers on game really. No, nah, that's true. Especially with the, the age gap. <clears throat> and yeah, his, his dad is in the picture also, which is amazing. Which is why you know me being here and not seeing him for a month is okay. But I can also just be there to give him like a little bit of guidance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my little brother's like I don't know, he's like everything to me down there. So so yeah. Anyway, with that with that being said, uh, his name was <laughs> was an inspiration too, just to use his name as a symbol because it's a symbol for both our lives. No, that's great. And, uh, my last name is Jones. You know, yeah, so. that's why I kind of figured. I was like, "It's already your last yeah. name." Yeah. So let's talk about your new project that's gonna drop. What do you got for it? Like, what what can we expect? The Man. fans, the audience. The title is Eternal Bliss, mm-hmm. and basically, what is Eternal Bliss? I mean, mm-hmm. what what do you think that is? What is what is that? What is like when you hear that? What is that? What do you what would you guess? Eternal, I don't know. I feel like it's just like, I don't know, eternal happiness of some sort. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So something around that. Makes sense. Yeah. So I, I, that's yeah. In a nutshell, you could say that. That's the easiest way someone's ever like yeah. explained that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Y'all been getting hard? Like, yeah, no, no. Like, I had a, you got to have a, like, I don't know. I felt like at the time I wanted to have a deep meaning behind it because there is a deep meaning behind mm-hmm. it. So the theme, the theme of the project is, like, the themes are women, uh, happiness, and uh, <clears throat> honestly, uh, experience, learning okay. from experience. So um, the project is really futuristic, I would say, in terms of just the sound and how it's, and it's really upbeat. A lot of it is really upbeat. And uh, so this is something we haven't heard before from you. Yeah, for so real, it's definitely, like, definitely. Was it like a different sound? Completely? Yeah, not not to like you know pigeonhole them in a certain style, but like kind of like Gold Linkish X, like okay. Monty Booker ish, a little bit like in the terms of like the sonics and like yeah, if people want to yeah compare like yeah, <laughs> I but think his I, voice I, and like his flows are like similar to that, but like the beat structures and stuff mm-hmm. are like sort of the same. Yeah, and I feel like what, what I'm bringing to that production is is different. You're not going to see any Chicago rappers doing what I'm doing. Smino's not from Chicago. Yeah. We're in a, like, a similar vein. A girl told me that. So, like, I would say that's, you know, I don't use my voice as well as he does. Mm-hmm. But, like, I use it differently. I rap a little. I rap different. I'm doing different stuff than what he's doing. Um, I love his music. Awesome. No, yeah. Um, Definitely. And, the pro- and, yeah, it's really warm the aura the vibe is warm it gets a little bit so it starts off it gets really uh progressive at the beginning like mm-hmm. you're into it you know you you almost want to dance if you you know if you feel the vibe okay you know what i'm saying and then it gets to a point where it gets a little bit serious because i'm i, I want i do want to tell you something even though i want you to have a good time like mm-hmm. you gotta feel me and i'm, I'm gonna tell you about I'm gonna tell you about this girl that wrote that. Not she didn't break my heart, but like, I'm gonna tell you about this girl that like she uh she was hard to court, <laughs> uh, and I felt some type of way about that. It was like a, and then I found something else about her later that was like <laughs> made that whole thing just even worse. And then I'm gonna tell you about my life growing up and how my perspective of. My mother being the sunshine in my life, okay, uh, help me, help me just always have bliss. Mm-hmm. I always can think back on some good, you know, great moments, and I can smile because of that. Like, I get a little depressed sometimes. I think we all do. I, said, but, I think everybody does. But, <laughs> but when I do that, I can always think back on something and always feel feel a feel a memory, feel a vibe, and and I can always be happy whenever I want to. You mm-hmm. can choose to be happy whenever you want to. You know what I'm saying? It's just um, what ingredients are you putting in your life to be happy? That sounds so, interesting. Um, and you said the release date is sometime in there. You want to try to drop it on your brother's birthday? May wow, that'd be right. Am I getting nice. yeah. am I getting like yes. an exclusive release yeah. date drop? I was gonna say you you want to hear one of the songs off of it right now? Yeah, on the podcast. Do you have time? You got time. Hey, I got all the time. <laughs> am I gonna what get are you gonna play? I don't know. I'm Before he plays, uh, let me ask go ahead, go a few ahead. other questions. Um, where do you think a Johnny Jones is going to go? Like, where do you find yourself going? Do you find yourself just as a rapper, writer, and that's it? Or do you find yourself going on, like, next five years, ten years? So, next next five, ten years, I'm definitely going to songwrite for other people. I'm going to do my, my own stuff, too. I want to create a platform, which we're doing now, okay. where I can literally... Go go somewhere, make a project, and, and pay my rent in Chicago or wherever I'm at. I want to go to Cali in two years. Yeah, 
and uh, I'm like the Chicago the only goal or no. what's what's some of the goals? No, so so my goal is to take over Columbia. <laughs> I'm starting to do. I'm that. saying what you're starting to do. Because <laughs> at a point I was like, man, I wonder what. And I'm not gonna list your real name, but I'm like, I wonder yeah. what he's doing. Oh, you see, then, you already said it. <laughs> yeah, all right. I wonder what Fred's doing. Next thing you know, man, he's out here like shit. I'm like, right. that's all I keep seeing every day. So. <laughs> Yeah, so the goal was take over Columbia, take over Chicago. Okay. Take over the Midwest, you know, yeah. at the same time as Chicago, pretty much. Because if you can get on Chicago, you Wisconsin's going to see you, Indiana's mm-hmm. going to see you, you know. Definitely. Then go to Cali, go national, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 want, I just want as many people to hear my music as possible. I don't care about money. I will bum it out with my homies, and we will make music as long as we can just do what we love and, like, travel and, like... You know what I'm saying? Just have good times with different people. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. Oh, and name some of the people on your uh, your crew. So we got okay. you. Who else? Because I seen a few of them the other day. Was yeah. That, the cipher. So yeah, Julian, manager. We you definitely got. <laughs> Never mind. We'll talk about that later. Anyway, okay. uh, then we got Alexi, who he's co-manager. Okay. Like helps out whenever we like getting ready to drop a project. Yeah. All that, and then we have Noah Sims. I would call him. He he's just our good friend. He's a producer as well, dope ass producer. Yeah. And but when he helps out and just like you know helping us get like connections and you know putting us in the right space. He's definitely like another ear too. Another ear, yeah, okay. yeah. Really good friend of ours. I am Y Noah, who just became this guy's yeah, newest new artist. artist. Yeah. Wow. And I'm what I know is he was a part of the cipher. If anybody, if, that, yeah. if a video surfaces of that, really cool, really dope rapper. He's going to come with a, a different sound to a wave that Chicago's used to. I'm saying, I listened to some of his music yesterday. We were yeah. listening to it. And I'm like, okay, he's giving me a, yeah. This isn't something I've heard. You got to play. I, I haven't we'll heard We'll play it. some I'm what I know of, if possible. <laughs> okay. Too. Yeah, he, he coming with a whole new sound, too. Like, yeah. like sort of on the wave. That like people are doing like you know that internet rap stuff, yeah. but like I think he has like he adds something different to it. Okay, and I, I'm yeah. fucking with him, and he's he's a young blood too, so like yeah, really he's got he's freshman. got like a lot of he's a freshman, yeah, freshman. at Columbia. Wow, yeah. okay, he's got, he's he's got a lot of Columbia growth. By next year. He's got a lot yeah, of growth in it, and like he's a good kid, so yeah. like I see a lot. In and him. then we got Banks Genius, engineer, the Banks. rapper, the songwriter, the goddamn the old man of the, the group. genius, the genius. <laughs> Genius. And we got Big Tone, Big Nappy Headed Tone. Follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First photographer. Anyway. Nah. Oh, my. <laughs> but, um, I'm not going to release the, what is it, this unreleased music on the podcast. I'm going to just let it end with us talking about it real quick. Uh, what can I expect? What I'm about to hear. That's what I want to know. What can yeah. I expect? This is from the tape, the turn of list? Yeah, yeah. You about to be bobbing your head. All right. I don't know. Just expect the vibe, man. Yeah, you about to you about to say I want it's some not, more. <laughs> it's not. It's not. you don't you don't hear this often. You don't hear a lot of rappers do stuff like that. Alrighty. Um, well, thank you. Thank both. Thank of you, course. both thank of y'all, you. for thank even you. allowing us here and thank even you. to thank do you this. For even coming through, chilling yeah. <laughs> with us. Now I'm ready to Appreciate listen to this. Thank you. You've been listening to the Lunch Table Podcast. Thank you.